Welcome back to A Year of Magical Living with me, Imogen Roy. As I prepare to teach my live group class on cyclical energy management, Align and Flow, when reviewing the materials, I was reminded of the simple power of one exercise from the program. And it's called the Daily Alignment Check-In. And I want to share it with you because I really believe that this simple practice is an enormously foundational piece of magical living in so much that connecting with the natural power and cycles of energy coursing through our body and flowing with those energies rather than against them is one of the main reasons why life can feel so magical as a human incarnated on this planet. Because we are in a human body to have the full spectrum of the human experience the challenging but healing lows and the sublimely abundant and joyful highs. And while personality indicators and strengths finders and birth charts and coaches can help us get great insight into who we are, how we're motivated, what our gifts are, what our weaknesses are, there is an enormous biological aspect, a body-based uniqueness that is, to your experience, that is only yours to know and it is purely somatic. It is in the realm of feeling. Because each of us is a unique, one-of-a-kind, dynamic process of shifting moods, energies, hormones. No one day in your body is the same. No one hour is the same. There are so many internal and external factors at play inside your body, inside your feeling senses, that it doesn't make sense to say, oh, I should be feeling this way, or I shouldn't be feeling this way, or this is the energy that I should have right now, so why don't I have it? So let me just give you this practical magic tool. The daily alignment check-in. So in Align and Flow, the 29-day group program that I teach, I invite students every single day to start the day with this check-in. And so I invite them to bring their body and mind into conversation, into collaboration, by asking themselves two questions. The first question is, what will I do to fuel my body today? And the second, what do I feel like doing today? How can I honor this in even a small way? And this daily alignment practice, what you're essentially doing is you are repairing the mind-body connection and retraining your mind to be back in conversation with your body and most importantly, to actually start deferring to your body. By opening up that channel, 
your body can start to release some of its knowing, some of that 99.9995% of sensory data that it keeps hidden from the conscious mind, so that you can start acting on it and moving through the world, moving through your life from a farm, a place of grounded feeling sense and legitimacy. So let's unpack those two questions together because I think they are deceptively simple. <laughs> so number one, how will I fuel my body today? We live in an output obsessed society. We have all been expertly trained and educated, often against our will, often without choice, to organize our time, to organize schedules, and to be entirely focused on outputting, to be productive. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna make? What am I, what are all the tasks I have to complete? So we already know how to do that. Um, in my one-to-one -one coaching practice, a lot of women come to me because they say, oh, I, I need I need to organize my time. I need to be better managing my schedule. But after you know, a brief amount of conversation, it becomes abundantly clear to me that they're really good at managing time. They know exactly how to measure and manage time. The big issue is that they're disembodied. They're disconnected from their energy sources. They don't know how to uh, generate or collect energy. They don't know how to spend it well, and they don't know how to work with their natural cycles. So. Let's put aside organizing one's time for a moment because we all know how to do that. What we have forgotten, what's been trained out of us, is how to raise our energy, how to generate or collect energy so that we can output without overshooting ourselves, without ending up in a place where we're running on empty. So with this first question in this daily alignment check-in, what you're doing is you're flipping that thinking on its head. Because instead of thinking, jumping immediately into what, I, what do I need to do, what do I need to output, what am I responsible for, your first order of the day is to bring your awareness to your input. How will you fuel yourself? How will you create energy? How will you transform energy from one form to another so that your body actually has the best chance of being able to output all those things that you want to do. In episode 11 of this podcast, I shared the could-do list. So to do your daily alignment check-in, I encourage you to use these two tools in tandem. So if you look at the could-do list Trello template, there is a whole column for fuel. It is the first column in your list and that's a very, there's a very good reason for that because I want you to bring your attention to this column to this area first thing every day and what I tell my students is to keep a running list of all the activities that you know fuel you with energy things that you do yourself self-care practices things that others do for you um and to be very sensitive and aware of making sure that your fuel column is not just filling up with things that 
our society tells us are acceptable or good types of fueling, which are often quite sneaky, output-oriented or performance-focused hobbies or activities, essentially sneaky forms of productivity, sticks that we use to beat ourselves with. So I want you to put everything on your fuel list that feels really good to you energetically. It is pure pleasure. Things that you really love, that make you feel so, so sublime, but you never indulge yourself. Basically, put anything on there that helps you to raise your energy, to rest, to restore, to laugh, to smile, to complete a cycle. It all goes on your fuel list. And so every morning when you ask yourself this question, how will I fuel my body today? You can actually take a look at your list and as you go down, see how your body reacts and pick at least one. And if you can, do that first before you tackle the to-do list, before you get into any doing or outputting. The second question of the daily alignment check-in. What do I feel like doing today? When is the last time you asked yourself that? Seriously. Imagine getting in touch with your body every morning and ideally several times a day and, and going, oh, you know what I really feel like doing right now? What I, have the, what I have the energy and the inclination and the excitement for is that. This is what it means to let your body lead, to access the inner signal, the inner knowing and practice right timing because you instinctively do that which you have the ideal energy for. So when you ask yourself this question, what you're doing is you are creating a pause of self-listening, of opening up space to hear that inner signal. And I prefer to call it a pause because as we develop this practice, as we start to unlearn the way that the mind has been trained to override and belittle the body, as we're doing that, in that process, the, 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 the inner signal may be quite faint. It may take a while for the body to speak. And our translation, our mind's translation of what we're hearing may be a little fuzzy, may be a little off, may need a bit of refining and experimentation. So if, this, if you're starting this practice for the first time and you, you yourself feel kind of disembodied, please give yourself the space to honor that. And so I call it a self-listening pause because you don't necessarily have to have a clear outcome or translation. You are just creating the space to hear. And so you ask yourself, body, what do I feel like doing today? And then wait and listen and see what comes up, see what emotions come up, see what sensations come up, see what images come up, see what signals come up. The practice of starting your day by honoring that listening as opposed to rushing straight into the things that we think we should be doing or denying or postponing any body impulse or deep need or desire 
by reversing this pattern, this is how we begin to strengthen the mind-body connection. Because once your body starts to understand that you're, you are actually listening, and you're not just listening, but you are acting on the knowing that it's sharing, that you are open to fulfilling the body's needs and desires, you're keeping promises to yourself, your body will start sending you more messages, clearer messages. So give yourself permission when starting out to not hear very clearly, to not know, to not get the translation, to not know how you feel, to not know what you want to do, not knowing how you could even honor that in a small way. <laughs> um, and if that happens to you, celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself for beginning this practice and taking a small step. And again, this is another place where your could-do list can be so handy because rather than trying to have things appear in your mind, you can have your could-do list in front of you and you can ask your body, what do I feel like doing today? And have your eye um, drift across the could-do list and see what calls to you. See what your body is going, ooh, yeah, that, that, that sounds good, that sounds good. You can run through that, that menu of things on offer and see how they land in your body. Where do you feel a positive expansion or a sense of excitement or groundedness? And where do you instead feel a contraction? And oh, no, that really doesn't feel good, that does not feel right for now. Let your body lead. Decision-making doesn't happen in the head. It happens in the body and then the mind translates. Let's just be honest about that. That's a scientific fact. And give the body finally a chance to do its job well, to be well-resourced, to be approved of, to be accepted, to be loved as a member of the team. So I can't talk about the daily alignment check-in without mentioning one thing, which is a question I always get when I'm teaching Align and Flow and this practice, is I always get a question, well, when I ask myself what I, what I feel like doing, I just get urges for excess. I want to not, not do anything productive, I want to sleep all day, I want to drink two litres of wine, I want to eat chocolate, I want to take drugs, you know, this, I just want it all. And it's like, quote unquote, excessive amounts. So consider this. Excess is caused by repression. They come together. Excess always comes as a result of repression. Because in a non-dual universe, you can't have something without its opposite. So much of our culture is based on repression and the myth of control. And that leads to so much contained, pent-up longing. That longing creates the urge to excess and this inability to um, feel satiated, to, to know what's enough. Repression, it causes shame. And shame cuts us off from our feeling senses because the feeling of shame is so painful and so uncomfortable that it feels safer just to cut off all feeling completely. And without feeling, 
we're disembodied. We can't be in our bodies if we can't feel everything fully. And without embodiment, you can never feel satiated. You can never know when is enough because you can't feel. So this is how we end up in a place where we're not able to know when enough is enough. We don't know when we're full. We don't know when we're done with something. We don't know when we're good. Thank you, I'm full. Um, I'm good now. <laughs> that was enough, that was great. I'm, I'm so full. So if, if you find that when you're asking this question, what do I feel like doing today? And you've, you have these urges of excess arising, please, please, please resist the temptation to attack yourself or to shame yourself. Instead, I encourage you to first approve of that sensation. It is a legitimate sensation. It is coming from your body. Do not gaslight yourself. It is there. And then get curious about why it's there. Get curious about those urges to excess because they can hold very powerful clues that point us to a part of us that's starving. An urge to indulge in excessive amounts of alcohol can reveal a starvation of being able to truly relax and surrender. The urge to eat excessive amounts of junk food or sugar or chocolate can reveal a dearth of nourishment and care and sweetness in our lives. So if you have these urges to excess arise, consider instead asking yourself, oh, where is the repression in my life? Where am I repressing my natural needs? Or where am I allowing others to repress my natural needs? And can I start to engage with those natural needs, start to connect more with my body so that I can feel it and I can nourish it in the ways that it's asking me to. And you know what? Doing this alignment check-in is the medicine for that because you are reversing this whole pattern. You are getting back into your body. You're getting back into your feeling senses. You're training your body to let it know that you're open to hearing from it. You want to have a relationship with it. And, and starting to create the sensation of safety for yourself. You can go as slowly as feels right for you. There are many reasons why we can end up disembodied. You may have deliberately disconnected from your body at a certain point in your life as a trauma response, out of self-protection, out of self-preservation. And so if that is you, please shower yourself with love and approval as you go through this process and take care of yourself. None of this is your fault. None of us arrives on earth with this mind-body disconnect. It is learned. It is learned through social policing, through this myth of discipline and control, through shame, and it is learned through trauma. But because it is learned, it can be unlearned. And the best way to learn is not intellectually, but through the body itself by slowly and with reverence for our own knowing and our own timing, step by step, strengthening the signal again. 
the journey to feeling like a magical time bender where you're able to harness all of your cyclical energetic states, the high energy expanded ones that feel amazing, the low energy contracted ones that maybe feel more uncomfortable but are full of gifts. This is what it means to live magically. And to be able to get to a place where we can flow through that and feel empowered by all of our energetic states, we need to get to a place where we've connected the mind and the body and they're working as a team rather than against one another, which is highly draining and exhausting. <laughs> so this was a daily alignment check-in. And I say daily, but to be honest, I encourage you to do it as many times in the day as, as you can, as you remember. There is nothing more powerful than repeatedly checking in with your body to see where you're at, how you're feeling, what feels good, what feels off, what do you need, and acting on that, and acting on that. How will I fuel myself today? And what do I feel like doing today? And how can I honor that in even a small way? Thank you for listening to A Year of Magical Living. If you are curious about taking these practices further, I invite you to check out Align and Flow, which is a 29-day group coaching experience that's starting on the 11th of May, and you can find all the details on my website. I'll be here with you again soon. <laughs>